皆さんこんにちは東京出身のケイトです今皆さんにお聞きいただいているのはトラックスフロムアブロード CIUT89.5FM To tracks from abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. Hello, Toronto, and welcome to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougall, and today I am in the studio as your host for this episode, number 62 of Tracks from Abroad. It is a beautiful spring day in Toronto, and just outside of CIUT studios, the soccer fields are all melted, so people are out playing some pickup soccer. Although, the people who made snowmen, like there's big balls of snow intermittently around, so they have to like pass around. It's pretty funny. And uh, also, for the skateboarders out there, UFT recently built these perfectly uncapped like shin high knee high skate ledges so if you want to get in some skating you better go out soon because knowing uft um, they are going to be capped soon so get on that all right if you are just joining tracks from abroad for the first time this is a show where we interview students with ties abroad they might be international they might be first generation at the university of toronto and we're trying to amplify some di diverse voices on our campus using the students as a springboard to learn about toronto's neighborhoods of which there are so many uh, with you know immigrants from all over the decades and also learning about 
the world. Today's show is all about Japan, as you heard in that first song, and we have three special guests on the show. The first one is the University of Toronto Japan Association. Um, two of their representatives came and we had a great conversation about many interesting things. One thing that interesting, interested me was the enforcement of social norms informally. You know, on the subway, people don't talk. On the sidewalk, they give each other space. What an interesting thought coming from a Western perspective. Um, the next person that we have on the show is Taro. We met in a really fantastic way, which I'll get into a little later in the show, but he's coming to uh, Canada to learn English. We talk about culture shock, about what it's like to, to save face in Japan and to not show weakness, something that was a lot more common in the 1960s. And my last interview is with Kiyoshi Nagata. He is a professor at the Faculty of Music doing the uh, leading the taiko music, world music ensemble. So taiko drumming, what, uh, what an interesting and forceful kind of music that is. And I want to tell you that this Friday at 7.30 p.m. at Walter Hall, Kiyoshi Nagata is going to be leading his group of 17 students as they perform taiko drumming. He's been doing it for 40 years, and he really appreciates that it's an alternative form of learning outside of the composition and theory that students often learn. It's much more direct and forceful, and you're going to hear some taiko drumming during this show. Also, thank you for those listeners who were waiting to hear the results of our Bill Nye the Science Guy giveaway. We gave away two tickets of around $150 value through our Instagram page at tfa.ru radio and around the 30 minute mark on this show we are going to announce who won those two tickets to see bill nye the science guy okay now without further ado we're going to get into my first interview on tracks and abroad today we're talking all about japan and this is with the university of toronto japan association today we're in the studio with masaya and kate they are of the University of Toronto Japan Association. We're happy to have them here today because we're talking all about Japan on the show. Guys, welcome to the show. Happy to be invited here. Thank you so much. Certainly. Thank you for inviting. I'm so excited. Have you guys ever been to this building? It seemed like uh, coming to the studio was a new new location that you learned. Um, yes, I actually come here every Friday because I go to the gym on Fridays nice. and there's a gym at Heart House. Yeah. And sometimes the Japan Association events are held held in um, you, um, this heart house as well. Okay. But I've never actually came to this floor, like third floor, I guess. Yeah, it's a little hidden away, right? Yeah. The yeah. events are for usually in the first floor, yeah. so I've never explored. So tell us quickly about what sort of events your club puts on. Um, UTJA tries to disseminate like Japanese culture and language mm -hmm. for those who's interested in Japan. Basically, like a social event most of the time, mm -hmm. and it doesn't te necessarily like teach Japanese. But it's for those who kind of have Japanese, but then want like the opportunity to speak with others. We had an event actually yesterday. Okay, great. And so since it's white day, if you guys know any. Um, I, so no, I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with that. So there's basically the Valentine's Day on February 14th, right? Right. And in Japan, we have this thing called white day, mm -hmm. which is on March 14th, a month later than Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And there, um, in Japan, in Valentine's Day, the girls give gifts to guys. Oh, okay. To, like, I like that. I like it's the that. other way around. Yeah. <laughs> and then the white day, and then some people, like, confess their feelings and stuff. Mm -hmm. And on white day, the guys confess back to the mm -hmm. girls. Mm -hmm. And so we prepared, like, an event where people can write letters in Japanese if they're learning Japanese yeah, and nice. English if they're learning English uh -huh. to anybody. It doesn't have to be like their partners, uh -huh. but just in general, even their pets, even their characters, anime characters that they like okay. or nice. your, their friends yeah. or their like mother, fathers and stuff. That sounds like a great event. All right. Yeah. We've got a lot to talk about today on the show. We're here with Kate and Masayo talking about Japan, but we're also going to talk about, you know, where to find Japanese culture in Toronto. It sounds like your club is one place to do so, but there might be others. And now on the show, we want to get to some Japanese music. So on every single episode, we welcome the student interviewees to bring some of their favorite music. So either one of you two, can you suggest a Japanese song that we could play? I personally really like... Um, Yoru ni Kakeru by Yorushika. And I really like her voice tone and it's really clear. And I recently learned this in like East Asian music that I'm taking course. Apparently it's like a very vocaloid sound, but more of a like a vocaloid perfection. 
the creator used to be a vocal or producer. Yes. So that kind of music genre is pretty popular in Japan right now. Can you talk about that genre? It's called vocular? Vocular? Vocaloid. It's more of like a program, I guess. You can input sounds and you can make these characters speak those sounds.、Mm. And a lot of producers who wanted to make music but didn't want to sing decided to make something else sing.、Hmm. And so that kind of you know, was the beginning of the vocaloid genre. It sort of reminds me of the band Gorillaz, which also has ties to Japan. And just in the fact that they have a cast of characters who are like. Singing on behalf of the actual artists.、Mm. Do you know of this group? I don't know them, but I think th- like the gist of it is quite similar to what、yeah. we do with vocalists. Su- interesting. I have never heard of this genre, so I'm so excited for you guys to bring this song to the show. Today we're on Tracks from Abroad talking all about Japan, and we're going to be with you right after the break.
Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougall, and today we're joined on the show by Masaya and Kate. We're talking about Japan, and these two are representatives of the UFT Japan Association. And one thing that strikes me is that when we think of culture and of media, the United States is really... Uh, you know, a hub for Hollywood, for example, you know, you find Hollywood films all over the world. It seems to me that Japan might be the second place in terms of influence, J-pop, for example, or you can see anime, which has taken over even in uh, Northern American markets. Can you guys talk about that? Anywhere I go, say I move schools, people tell me, do you watch anime? Do you know this song? Do you know this producer? And I've never had to, you know, explain myself in terms of that. Everyone knows what, you know, Japanese pop culture is. Mm -hmm. When I say, you know, I don't really watch a lot of anime, they're like, no, but you're Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when you hear somebody say that, I assume that anime is you know, to you, not the most important part of Japan. So what what parts of Japanese culture do you participate in that are important to you? Well, Japanese music has been a very large part of my upbringing. And that was what connected me with the Japanese language and culture outside of Japan. So I think I'm very much connected to the music. Um, If I can move away from like music, I would say like the personality or like the hospitality of like Japanese culture, Mm. like... I would say, like, omotenashi and the mindset that a lot of Japanese people have that they want to invite other international students into the Japanese culture mm-hmm. and they're always welcome. Um, I'm always excited to go back to Japan, but at the same time, I'm kind of nervous just because a lot of people in Japan care about what others think about them. Okay. So, for instance, I can't wear like tank top or like shorts mm. or that have a lot of like what would be the consequence out? would your parents be like oh man my parents are used to it because i <laughs> like i've been like that since childhood yeah. but then it's kind of obvious when i'm like wearing those stuff and like the train they'll like the people around you will look at you obviously like very look at you Hmm. and i don't feel comfortable with that it's usually not considered acceptable to be wearing like gym clothes so are these these are social norms they're not codified in law but it's Mm. just that you'll just stand out is that it yeah it's not something i like try to put out or anything but a lot of people when i meet people in japan tell me i don't really act japanese and that's something i've encountered all my life and you know me being Japanese, I I really don't know what to say to you. Yeah. But yeah, I totally it's, agree. It's with something that. that you know a lot of people notice about us. Just because like we lived like half of our lives abroad. Of course, I'm not like Canadian, so I'm not like Canadian. But then at the same time, in Japan, they don't. They tell me like I don't act too much like Japanese. Mm. But I do think that's one of my strengths. Yeah, I used to care about that a lot because, really? you know, I'd be outside and people would treat me as an international student. I'd be foreign to them. I'd mm. go home and people tell me I'm not acting Japanese. You know, where am I from? Yeah. I, you know, I'm fine with that. But that was something I struggled with when I was yeah. younger. Well, thank you guys for both sharing those stories. Um, we're today talking with Masayo and Kate, talking all about Japan here on Tracks from Abroad. And you're listening to CIUT 89.5 FM. We're now going to take a music break and we'll be back talking about Japan on Tracks from Abroad.
to tracks from abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougall, and today we're in the studio with Masayo and Kate. They're of the University of Toronto Japan Association. And one event that you guys do, I really love it because I myself am learning Spanish, and I like when there's opportunities on campus to speak with native speakers of whatever language it may be. And you guys do a language exchange, particularly for Japanese. So tell us about that. Every week we hold language exchange. Where we just have like an opportunity for those learning Japanese to speak Japanese and、um, see how much they've improved and stuff, and for exchange students from Japan to speak in English to improve their English skills. I would say if you just want to talk and make friends from Japan, like Sorena is like a good face to <laughs> What's say. That Sorena is like, I know, right? But if you say, oh, This and that, I think this and that, and then you say, s o r e n a and it's like <laughs> you'll just be friends with them. So, if I were transplanted into Tokyo, what is that city like, and what would I be surprised by as a Canadian?、Mm, it's a lot more busier. Like, I know Toronto is one of like the busier places, but when I first came here, I was so worried because no one was on the train. I was like, okay, am I on like a wrong day? There's something else happening today that I should be aware of? No, it's just a normal day. I'm just too used to Tokyo and having, you know, a gazillion people walking by me. So you might be a bit overwhelmed with that.、Yeah, everyone looks like they're being chased by something. They're、yeah. all just fast walking everywhere. I just feel like the time goes by very fast in Tokyo and everyone's so busy. And when you're on the train, everyone's on their phone.、Okay. And everyone seems like to me, they're very like stressed. <laughs> in general, which I don't really enjoy watching, but that's just like the thing and culture. Do either of you have plans to go back and live in Japan after U of T? Since I haven't been back or lived in Japan since middle school, that was my last time. So I kind of want to go back, but at the same time, like the working conditions obviously、mm. is. Worse than Canada、hmm. or like the US and stuff. The last time I properly lived in Japan when I was back when I was six years old.、Mm. I don't know if I can, you know, integrate into society after being so international student all the time.、Mm-hmm. So it's not something I think I'm very eager about. Yeah. Now, I also know that the University of Toronto Japan Association is having sort of a year end event. So I'd love you guys to talk about that. On March 31st, from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., we are planning to have this end of year gathering where we kind of say farewell to those who came as exchange students from Japan and also for those、um, U of T students who's going to Japan to learn. Japanese at like Waseda University of Univers- or University of Tokyo. For that event, we're also planning to have collaborations with UT Fold, which is like an origami club in UFT, and Kendo Club to kind of share their achievements throughout the year and just talk、It's、and、like、drink and together, eat. have fun. All right, well, we have Kate and Masayo of the University of Toronto Japan Association. Both of you guys, thank you very much for coming on、thank、to Tracks so from Abroad. Thank you so much. I'm not going to be able to do it.
Attention, we have heard from the control center on Monster Island that the two monsters have broken out. All men, stand by. Look out there. Those two space monsters, the one with the three heads, is King Ghidorah. His own biggest fan, and got a fan base as big as Japan. Yeah, and all hail the king, and give him three cheers, fam. Like, You're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad on, well, you just heard the station, CIUT 89.5. My name is Jesse McDougal. I hope you're in, uh, enjoying this week's episode of Tracks from Abroad, entirely focused on Japan. And uh, maybe some of you caught the reference just there to King Ghidorah, also known as uh, Godzilla from MF Doom's album, Take Me to Your Leader, one of my favorite albums. And uh, But I hope you also learned something. And thank you very much to Masayo and Kate of the University of Toronto Japan Association for talking with me and telling us all about their club. If any students are out there, you should get involved if you want to learn about the country and the culture of Japan. So... The next thing I want to do before I introduce um, our next interviewee, which is Taro, is to announce who won the giveaway for these Bill Nye the Science Guy tickets. Um, I am so happy with the people that submitted their entries. Um, We got quite a few. And if you want to submit to any further giveaways that come up in the future, just head to tfa.radio on Instagram. That's where we do all of our giveaways and events, and you're going to see what shows are coming up. By the way, I can give you a little spoiler. Next week's show is on Guatemala, and I've got a lot to say on that episode, too. But for the meantime, we're going to spin the Wheel of Fortune and determine who is the winner. Right now on Tracks from Abroad. All right, congratulations to Joy Chan for winning the Bill Nye the Science Guy double ticket that's going on at the um, Meridian Hall. I think on the 29th, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to email all the information out to you. So congratulations, and anybody else who would like to enter in a future giveaway or learn more about the show, please follow us at tfa.radio on Instagram. You can also send us your comments and music suggestions to tracksfromabroad at ciut.fm. All right, our next interview coming up on this show all about Japan is with Taro. Taro is a fantastic, brave traveler, only recently came over from Japan to Toronto. And one day I was walking across Queens Park, home, coming home from a class, and somebody came up to me. It was Taro, and he had his phone because he's a TikTok video maker. And he said, listen, well, first he said hello, but he said, listen, um, I make these videos where I explain idioms in English to help Japanese people learn about the language and to learn sort of the, the hidden... Um, you know, the hidden tricks of the trade, basically, for English. He's going to explain it a lot better than me. But I just want to, you know, acknowledge how brave Taro was for coming onto our show uh, as an English learner. And without further ado, I'm going to start off this interview that I had with Taro. We spoke in the CIUT's Maproom studio, and you are listening to Tracks from Abroad. Hi, Taro. Hi. Hi, Jesse. Thank you for uh, inviting me over. I'm really excited to talk with you. And uh, yeah, thank you for you guys listening to me. Yeah. But uh, let me tell you in advance, I'm still working, learning English. So sometimes it's really difficult to explain something. Yeah, sure. So I'd appreciate if you understand me. Absolutely. We're going to yeah. give you some slack today. And just think about how much courage it takes for you to talk on the radio in a different language than your native language. It's very impressive. Wow, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, and also you study Spanish, right? I do study Spanish, so I also know the challenge of putting yourself out there. What we might say is putting yourself outside of your comfort zone. Mm. You're being you're being uh, very strong here, so thanks again. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Taro, can you start out by telling us how you came to Canada? The reason why I came to Canada is like the... Uh, to make so long, to make long story short, I wanna change my life. Okay. And also, like, uh, I wanna, I wanna be fluent in English. If you come to different country, you can get a lot of opportunity. You can get out, you can have a lot of chance to mm. change your life. You know, so that's why, like, uh, I decided to come to Canada. Well, the way that I met you. You're not a student at the University of Toronto, <laughs> but I met Sad. you because I was walking across Queens Park. 
And you came up to me and you had your camera and you said, you know, I'm learning English and I'm trying to help other Japanese people to learn English too. Could you help me? And I had just come from my Spanish class. And so it was all that I could do. Of course, I had to help a fellow language learner. So, what do you do with these videos that we make? I actually make the video for Japanese people who study English. And、uh, when I just came to Toronto, I realized that like,、uh, a lot of nat- native speakers use like, some English words that people generally don't know, such as under the weather, under like, the weather、uh, yeah. can we handy? Yes. And also, what else? How can I say? People person or something like that? Many, yeah. You yeah, can say to, like, to get cold feet. All of, these, all of these sayings that aren't literally. The meaning of the words, but they have another meaning. So I think that's very helpful that you do this. Yeah, so there are tons of idiom slang、mm-hmm. in English. So that's why I want to sh- show, I want to introduce a lot of phrases、mm-hmm. like po- for Japanese people who are really interested in like,、uh, in- English. Exactly. Yeah, this is what I do. Exactly. So let's cut to the video that Taro made for me with me, where the phrase that I was talking about was to come in handy. Could you tell me why English, please? Absolutely. The phrase I would tell you in English is come in handy. What does that mean? You hear the word handy, it doesn't mean hands, it doesn't have to do with hands. So, for example, if I am thirsty, I want to drink water,、okay. a water bottle would come in handy. Or, for example, if I want to buy something, my wallet would come in handy. Come in handy means to be useful. Well, Taro, I want to ask you about these videos that you make for TikTok and Instagram. What are some of the most interesting idioms that you have learned?、Mm. Ah, hit the sack. To hit the sack. To hit the sack, which means I'm going to go to bed, right? It does, exactly. I didn't know that, that, that phrase. And also,、uh, the, one, the one phrase that I, that I think is very interesting,、mm-hmm. interesting for me is that. Oh, yeah, Christmas came early this year. <laughs>、yes. Actually, I took, I took that video on the Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And、uh, one of the ladies told me Christmas came early this year, which means something good happened to you、yes. before the Christmas. Yes. Right? So, yeah, I was very、really、surprised about that. <laughs> well, it's great that you're learning about idioms. And in fact, there were some idioms that I didn't even know myself.、Mm. And I'm a native English speaker. So, one was. To see a man about a dog. Oh, <laughs> you checked my video? I checked your videos.、Oh, and you I guess、so、this is more of a British saying,、yeah. which is to politely excuse yourself.、Yeah. I'm going to see a man about a dog. I had never heard that, so you taught me something too. <laughs> Already. It's、yeah. my pleasure. Now, Taro, did you start learning English in Japan? Yes, I did. I really, really, really hate studying English because I thought that like,、uh, I didn't have to use English in my life because I was in Japan. But、uh, when I was 20 years old, I found a video.、Uh, it's talking about, like,、uh, like the YouTuber said that I could change my life because、mm. of the English, because of the another language, because I went to the another country. Then he could change his mind, then like,、uh, he could be positive in his life.、Mm-hmm. So, like,、uh, learning the another language is a very good experience to him. Then, when I watched him, Yeah, for the first time, I was really struggling with speaking English because I used to be, I used to be really, really shy.、Mm-hmm. But、um, as, I speak, as I spoke, as I、uh, talked with a lot of people in English, I'm getting、uh, stepped step out, step out of my comfort zone. Yes,、yeah. well said, well said. So now I really, really love to speak English. I really, really love to study English.、Right、now, now, Taro, is it correct that when you make these videos, You're making them with complete strangers. You don't know the people that you're meeting. Is that right? I don't know the people. You、yeah. did, you're very, you're very、um, outgoing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually,、um, when I just started TikTok channel, I was really scared to talk to strangers because you know, it's kind of weird. <laughs> then, like, there's some, like, someone, like,、uh, someone talked to you like, out of the blue. Then he said, Oh, please, please tell me one of the English phrases that. That people generally don't know. It's kind of weird, right? I think you're doing a great job because you just used the phrase out of the blue, which is another <laughs> idiom. You're really、um, you know, taking action here, and that's great. Yeah, I want to ask you, Taro, why was it necessary for you to leave Japan in an effort to change your life? What, 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 mm-hmm. what wasn't offered to you in Japan that Canada might offer you? Well, the reason why I, I wanted to leave Japan is that 
it's quite simple. Like、uh, when you stay in,、uh, in when you stay in the same country like for a long time, it's very、really、difficult to like take that new action. It's very、really、difficult to get a lot of opportunity as much as you can. Right, so I thought、uh, like by leaving my country, like I thought that、uh, like、uh, I thought that there are tons of new things for me, and also I could like meet a lot of people. My goal is to、um, get a job like as a full time、mm-hmm. in Canada. Hopefully, my TikTok channel is is gonna be grown up more、yeah. and more. Yeah. And also, yeah.、Um, of course, I wanna be fluent in English more. Sure. Yeah. So I have a lot of goals. <laughs> That's fantastic. That I wanna achieve this year. Today, what do you like about Canadian culture and Canada in general? What I like the most about Canadian culture is that I think they are really, I think they looks are really free. Like they, they like they looks like as if they don't care about anyone. Yeah,、uh, in a good way. Okay. Of, of, of course,、yeah. like.、Uh, When I was in Japan,、uh, like almost all Japanese people tend to be, you know, hesitate, like、uh, to show themselves, like in the public, like、uh, to everyone, like because they tend to be shy, they tend to be like kind of introverted. But here is they do whatever they want, like、uh, in in the, in their life. Like in, they live their life for. Their life. <laughs>、mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, on tracks from abroad, we not only talk to people from all around the world, but we also play music from all different kinds of countries. Okay. And I understand that you are a music fan.、Mm-hmm. Is there any music that you can suggest to us? For sure.、Uh, the one song that I can recommend to you that Ueo Muite Aruko, in English, which means、uh, it's called I Look Up When I Walk. Okay. And this song was made in 1962 by Q Sakamoto,、mm. like who is a singer.、Mm-hmm. And also in Japanese society at the time, like it was generally believed,、uh, believed that like、uh, men should not cry and show their weakness to everyone. Okay. As a title of the song, like something bad happened、mm-hmm. to the pro-、uh, protagonist. In this song,、mm-hmm. and、uh, he's about to cry.、Um, he keeps looking out when he walk when he walks, like so that、uh, when he so that he doesn't shed a, shed a tear. That's fantastic.、Yeah. Well, Taro, thank you so much for coming on tracks from abroad today, and we learned a lot from you. Thank you. Alright, thank you so much. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, you you learn a lot from me. <laughs> But and also, yeah, I really appreciate inviting me over today, and、uh, yeah, hopefully. I can come here again. <laughs> you're gonna come back, and you're gonna have all the idioms. You're coming out of the blue and cold feet. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure.
listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. And just looking outside, people are still playing soccer. It is uh, winding down on this spring day here in Toronto. Um, I still suggest skateboarders would uh, come and hit those ledges that are right outside of CIUT studios while you still can. And we have one more interview remaining. This one is with Kiyoshi Nagata. He is an extremely well-known taiko drumming instructor and performer here in Toronto. He's been doing it for 40 years now. And I spoke to Kiyoshi last week um, because this coming Friday at 7.30 p.m., the Japanese taiko the Steel Pan Ensemble and the Indonesian Gamilan Ensemble are all performing one after another at Walter Hall at the Faculty of Music. You can go to facultyofmusicuft.com or something like that, and uh, it's a free show, so I highly suggest you come and hear some international music. Now, after this next interview with Kiyoshi, um, we are going to play a song that comes out of Vancouver, BC, Canada, as Nardwar would say. This is by a group or a person called Kumano, an early synth music artist who released this one song in 1980. His only album, in fact. And this is the hit song I'm going to play. It's called I'll Cry For You, this Canadian uh, artist of Japanese descent. And that's coming up after my interview with Kiyoshi Nagata. But thank you very much for listening today to Tracks From Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. Uh, today's episode was all about Japan, but we do shows on all kinds of different countries. And we encourage you to follow us at tfa.radio on Instagram to stay up to date. My name is Jesse McDougall. I'm going to see you next week right here at CIUT. All right, I'm now speaking with Kiyoshi Nagata. He is the ensemble leader for the Taiko Band. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty well. I've actually never been in Walter Hall, but it's a beautiful space, and it's where you practice. Yeah, it's the only, kind of one of the only spaces in the Faculty of Music that's large enough, that has a large enough stage to accommodate about 17 Taiko drums and also to um, absorb the sound of the drums. I was going to say, like in the hallway outside, I can hear it. It's a forceful type of music. Yeah, it's very loud, which is why this class is Monday mornings uh, when there's not many other classes going on um, because the sound actually reverberates through the entire building. Hmm. Yeah. How did you get introduced to taiko drumming? I have been playing for close to 40 years. Um, I started at the local Japanese-Canadian Cultural Centre in Toronto um, because my family was very involved in the Japanese community here in the city. And then after I finished university, I moved to Japan to study taiko drumming full-time professionally. Wow. Yeah. And there's also, there's different ensembles as well. What are the others? Yeah, so there's steel pan drumming, there's uh, Indonesian gamelan, West African drumming and dancing. I think they have a Latin American percussion ensemble as well. So yeah, it's really great. Um, it's a great program for students here because most of them are studying classical or jazz music which is, you know, notation and stuff like that. Most of the, the, the global music ensembles, it's all memorization. It's taught orally. These are all traditional types of music. So it's, it's a, a different way to learn for students. And also for me, it's part of my culture as well. Wonderful. All right, Kiyoshi Nagata, thank you for talking on Tracks from Abroad today. My pleasure. Thank you.
We're listening to tracks from abroad to all the people sitting out on the 401 i want you to turn this song up so your neighbor right beside you in traffic can hear this song you are listening to tracks from abroad on ciut 89.5 I'm Kate from Japan, and you're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. telling you everybody across toronto i want you to turn this up this is kumano a, a artist from vancouver bc canada of japanese descent today's show was all about japan we invited some great guests on and this is the one and only album this guy made in 1980 it's got a, a grizzly bear on the album cover this is beautiful i tell you turn this up right now こんにちは東京出身のケイトです 
今皆さんにお聞きいただいているのは「トラックスフロムアブロード CIUT89.5FM」。